Welcome to the Geek Centric Podcast, where today we travel down to the Lake of the Ozarks one final time. What's up, geeks? My name is Kev, and today we are discussing not just the finale to all of Ozarks, but we're really going to try and summarize our thoughts on the entirety of Season 4, Part 2, and this episode will contain spoilers. So, if you have not checked it out yet, get on Netflix, watch those episodes, and come back to see what we thought and to see if you agree with us. Uh, as always, a huge thanks to Netflix Canada for giving these episodes to us in advance so we could be burdened with keeping all of the secrets, all of the mysteries that unfold over the second half of part, uh, part two of season four, if you will, um, uh, as best we can. Uh, but finally, we can uh, let some, some steam out. We can finally reveal to the world our thoughts. Uh, joining me on the program tonight are my two partners in crime. We've been through it all. We've run hotels. We've run strip clubs. Okay. I ran the strip club, the gentleman, it's not really their cup of tea, but uh, so if you were looking for me, that's where I was most of the time. Uh, we opened up a riverboat casino. We've done it all. Um, and uh, well, we'll have to just find out uh, if we made it out alive. Uh, Nate, Justin, thank you so much for joining me. How are we tonight, guys? Kevin, listen, if you even look, if you even glance at Justin right now, I will cut you from to chin okay oh. i will do it that might be nate's first uh beep that might be his first there we go sensor. we did it you know that was that was a hard that was a hard c word that was a hard i mean it's c ozark what do you expect word. like uh, freaking I, that sure. was in honor of ruth okay that was in honor of ruth uh that's and, nice. and all the what swears a that... what a tribute <laughs> yeah uh, if if uh if it's it's uh crazy though that um you know, that's the word that kind of sealed it all, right? That one threat sort of led to everything kind of, oh. sort of spiraling out of control. Oh, yeah. Um, that one threat yeah, caused the cards to fall. That just, yeah, exactly. It's fitting to, to, for it to have taken place at a casino. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, we've already sort of discussed the first six episodes, gave our spoiler-free thoughts. Uh, but now we've seen the finale. We know how it all ends. And uh, I think we should just jump right in and, and start with maybe our overall impressions. And then we can break down why we felt the way we felt. So uh, who wants to start us off and sort of talk about the finale and everything? Yeah, I mean, we, we talked in our spoiler free about how we thought the, the pacing for this second part was not uh, fully there. I think this finale does exactly what it was supposed to do. I, I wasn't left with wanting more necessarily. I was a little sad for, for, for Ruth, obviously. Um, and I, I don't think it's fair. And I, I honestly, I, I really, I, I don't usually hate people, but I hate Claire Shaw. Like I hate Claire Shaw. She's a freaking coward. A coward. She's a such coward. a coward. <laughs> um, but I will say like, even just before we get into like overall things with like the finale, um, probably one of the 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 biggest sort of uh heart stopping moments for me this entire season were the fake outs uh with with Ruth I think in the first episode um you know she's listening to Nas in her truck bumping and yes I've just recently downloaded all of his discography uh but <laughs> um but you know her getting out of the car and then just you know popping uh Javi 
immediately I was like, oh gosh, okay, so that the trailer was telling the truth, and then it wasn't telling the truth, and then we get to the second time she does it with the birds, and I was like, oh, and I just like my heart just dropped into the bottom of my stomach, and there were a lot of those types of moments this uh, this this I guess second half of this season um, that I really really enjoyed. Yeah, I I think the the fake outs were were interesting. They they do play with dreams in this last set of episodes for part two. Dreams seem to be very much a a, a underlining theme. Um, but I, I don't know. I think we we talk about we talk about it a lot, and we we mentioned it in our our, our spoiler free that like there was such a cliffhanger to the end of part one. And most of that gets resolved here in in the first episode of part two, setting up a whole slew of other circumstances and events that were going to be playing out. But they weren't really worth it in my mind. Like it just kind of felt like I would have much rather seen the chase to kill Javi play out over maybe half of these episodes mm. rather than the first episode. Get a little bit in there. And and right off the bat, they in the trailer, they they do give you a lot of information. Like even the glimpses of seeing Marty Bird run the the, the cartel. You know what I mean? Like that was a fun that was a that's actually a really interesting concept. And it really does play with this dark comedy mentality because as as Kevin always says, he's the straight guy. So there was other opportunities I felt to really kind of draw out some of the narrative elements to really really end this series on on a note that I feel like does does do the same thing that I think this finale does about talking about family always sticks together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just I'm I'm I I was kind of miffed I guess a little a little underwhelmed overall. Uh, I really like the first part of of season four part one. I really love that. I think here it just kind of goes slow with the pacing and a little bit fast and things get resolved so quickly and you know other things are just kind of left to the wind and it I, I feel like again. It feels like there was a mad dash to kind of wrap things up. And I, I think we could have done, gotten a little bit more of that in like maybe not seven episodes, maybe four episodes, really. Mm-hmm. I really agree that 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 getting Javi out of the way so quickly left a huge hole that they needed to fill. And so they do so with uh, Camilla uh, Elizondro. And I just don't know if it worked. I mean, sure, by this finale, you can see that of the three of those family members, she's easily the most ruthless. She's, you know, she comes off the scariest and the most threatening. But I think had they planted seeds that she had this in her personality and she was kind of pulling the strings from the background earlier on in the show, her yeah. coming to the forefront so quickly and and being as ruthless as she was would have paid off a bit better. Instead, I just yeah. didn't find myself all that... Maybe not that I didn't find her threatening, but I didn't find her all that engaging or intriguing. I was kind of like, oh, okay, well, she's now slipped in. We're the third member of this family running the show. It just, I, I'm just not sure about the choices they made. And I agree, if they were going to pop off Javi early, having Jason Bateman run more of the cartel and be a threat to her wanting to take it over, that would have set up that power dynamic there you go. a lot better. And he's like one step ahead of her and they're like, it's cat and mousing. They're trying to catch each other in their lies and who's who's fucking over who. There was just such an opportunity here to kind of own that. But we got we kind of got sidetracked by a lot of other things. Like I love Ruth's revenge story. And I really thought that even if that was all of part two, you know what I mean? Then that would have been would would have been really great. I think, you know, they did. 
they made some decisions to pad out certain instances that we didn't need. And I think you called it out, Kevin, in the in in our our spoiler free about uh, Ben's actually seeing Ben's execution, right? And how that didn't really. It, it, we didn't necessarily need it. Um, and I think if they, you know what, even if they did want to do that, if they found, a, a, I think, a more poignant place to put that, which I think there was in this season, you know, mm-hmm. kind of uh, going back and forth between scenes with Ruth and then that that moment could have potentially, they, they could have found a better way to do that than just sort of seemingly like putting it in and it didn't really make sense as to where they did. Um, I, I, I do think though, like, you know, we talked about some of our our predictions. Um, I don't think any of us really nailed any of the predictions. Um, we got to the car crash twenty minutes into this episode, uh, and I it was, was like, meaningless. It was it, it, meaningless. But it again, it, it plays up the theme though, because I think Wendy really does punch it home. When she says, "No, it's God's affirmation that we are going to get out of this alive." Yeah, I guess. But I mean, it's just so convenient. They're the one car that this truck, who that just for no reason, is driving on the wrong side of the road. I mean, if it was sent to kill them by somebody right. else, if it was if it was a hit, you know, set out by the cartel, then it makes a little bit more sense. But it's just. This family just happens to get in the kind of car crash at the exact perfect moment that not only do they survive completely unscathed, but also is the 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 the, the moment that brings them together so that they can finish off their journey as a as a cohesive family unit all together. I mean, it just that's a little too contrived for me. I did get you're right, Kevin, because I think the the moment afterwards, like it's it's really lovely. We get this this moment where they come together as a family, and I cry. I I, I didn't cry, but I teared up a few times in this episode, uh, just with the interactions between these characters. Like when Charlotte hugs her mom, that that got to me, especially considering the relationship those two characters have, and you know she they just survived a car crash. Like it just it it, it hit for me there. But you know you get that really sort of light moment of them as a family, and then immediately. Back Back to high tension mode with that priest and I totally thought that he was going to reveal like yeah that Omar was the reason that this car crash had just happened but it, it, it didn't actually sort of turn out to be that way it didn't really um, you know amount to anything and it, it seemed like a weird it, it, it seemed like a weird decision to just put that at the forefront of everything we, we saw in this season it, it, and string us along for something that didn't pay off to be anything yeah you're right it's it is kind of strange um and if you're in a car accident like that you don't just get up brush yourself off go take a shower put on a tuxedo and go to a gala that night you're in the hospital (laughs) getting checked out police are asking you what happened and and doing investigations as to what happened with this truck i mean but it just like oh yeah that happened no big it's it was like a fender bender in a parking lot when really it was a lot more severe than that so it just and again just and i've been saying it since the beginning of our season four recap. Why show us that at the beginning if it just turned out to, you know, I just, it just, the whole, it would have been shocking if that happened in the middle of the episode. Yeah, you know, sure. And we had yeah. no idea it was happening. Right. If that just happened as we're like, oh, the family's together, we're, what's going to happen? And then all of a sudden the accident happened out of nowhere. I think it would have been a lot more impactful. I totally agree with you. I don't think there was any advantage of, of showing us this upfront and then delivering it to us here if there was no purpose to that because it still had the same effect but i think i would have been more shocked if it was the first time i was seeing it in this episode i think to your point i would have been like whoa and i and and it's it's funny like 
you know, we we talk about these, some of these moments that don't don't mean anything, um, but there were so many moments in this episode that really I thought did really a good job of, of bringing across that meaning and were beautiful. The moment between Ruth and Wendy, them recognizing just how they both have terrible dads, and it goes back to that theming that we talked about um, in our our, our you know uh, part one recap of like just this is all about terrible parents and 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 making a, yeah. a worse life uh, for 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 their kids or how their kids survive their parents um in in every single facet and i thought that was really well done how they bring it across i will say there were so many moments where i just wanted the episode to end like with the moment that that wendy's walking down the hallway and she sees charlotte in her dress and she sees right and she sees jonah and all them i was like cool just just end it here or like the moment with uh with ruth when she's sitting on the roof and she sees all her dead family right and the guitars being played in the background i was like what's that movie with the that in friends with the dog that phoebe thinks just went away to the farm or something like that like what was old that yeller. old yeller old yeller yeah. that was for this show that's the old yeller moment Moment. Turn it off at that moment, and you'll be. I'm happy. That's all I needed. Just end it right there. Well, because um, it was so beautiful. Well, this was this was all just very well sea planted. You know, I had some suspicions that that Ruth was was going to die, um, but but there was this moment where you know Camilla holds up the gun, and I was like, she's kind of waiting a little bit longer than anticipated. So I was like, maybe she won't shoot her. Maybe she acknowledges that her son's an asshole, but inevitably, you know, she kills Ruth. And I think again, they they sort of seed planted throughout that the last little bit of this this series that you know when she starts seeing her family that uh, you know again I don't think things were going to work out well for her in the end. And I mean, was mm. was that not a little underwhelming? She kind of like they 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 drag out the scene for a long time, and then she just shoots her, and then Ruth's lying there, and then that's it. We never see we'll never see Ruth again, and that's it. That's just her story over. Whatever. The slow mo bullet I did not like. I was hoping um, who was the what was the lawyer's name again? Helen. Helen at the end of uh, season three when she gets that bullet in the head. How The intensity, the sort of like, just the, you weren't expecting it, right? I was hoping that they would they would have caught us off guard like that just to kind of feel very reminiscent. But instead it was this, this slow motion bullet that just goes towards her, hits her, and then she just falls to the ground. The fact that she's wearing all white, you know, the sort of angelic. I'd like sort of that really though. Questioning, I, Justin, really. I don't want, don't do my girl Ruth like that. I don't want to see chunks of her brain spread across the, the ground, right? Or up against a car. Like, like I thought it was... I did think it was really lovely. I think, again, when we look at how these moments are sort of um, spread out throughout the episode, I, I like that you kind of, I, I didn't even think about the aspect of her seeing her family as foreshadowing. But even if they, what if they had just cut to that? Like, how sick would that have been, right? She gets, the bullet goes through her, she falls down, and then it just cuts to her just joining her brother on the roof and sitting with him. Like, that would have been dope. Like, that that would have been, been a cool nice if you had, because yeah. they had already set that up, that would have been a nicer send off for her rather than, than just seeing gone. her lying in the dirt yeah. and then that's yeah. it. We don't. And, and, that's a good call, uh, yeah. and, and now I, I don't want to, you know, do our girl Ruth dirty and move on too quickly, but maybe I'm missing something. But as it relates to the birds and their deal with the FBI, I'm still kind of confused how it all went down. And if they, did they they're they're good they're in the clear because I mean now Javi's dead now Omar's dead um, I don't know how willing uh, Camila really was in participating with the FBI but wasn't that the whole crux of the deal for the birds was that 
was that Omar got free so that he could then work with them and then they kill him. But so, so they're not out. I don't know. So I think the, the way I understood the final agreement being was that everyone that was at the, the funeral home was going to be taking part in this special FBI operation. I don't know what's going to end up happening with the casino because they were supposed to still launder money. Well, I think Rachel would, Rachel would take over that, right? They would force, they would force Rachel to do that at gunpoint, right? So they, the FBI would? No, the the cartel. No, but the FBI is the one that. Ag- oh, that's doing the got, laundry, right? Okay. Yes. So then I guess right. the, FBI the FBI is would. doing it. Someone. The would. only agreement. <laughs> yeah. The only agreement that seems to have been struck up here was that Camilla was going to take over for Navarro by yeah. having Navarro Navarro killed. What she did is she had a personal revenge story here where she was wanting to find out who killed her son. And that has been resolved. So I imagine that the agreement that she has with the FBI is still intact. And to your point, Nate, they'll figure out a way. The FBI will figure out a way to just move everything to Rachel so she can continue with laundering the money. Um, But I don't know. All this to say that there there's some some things that are left open. I feel like there's an epilogue that we need. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, is, is that is, is that is that what they call it? The, yeah, the last no, that would here? be. Yeah, I, I, that was it. And and Sarah watching it said, "That's it. That's everything." But there's so many questions that they should have answered. Like the biggest resolution for me was not that PI who came in was, for a yeah. useless story being the finale. Like that wasn't the final story that needed to be solved for it to wrap up for me but i think i think that was see i saw that as it was a way that they used that final moment to show that charlotte and jonah are are just as bad as their parents right they're the family families what matter and even the song that plays exactly. at the end right love and happiness yes. and all the things yes. that you do uh to get there even if it's terrible um that's kind of the the idea behind it and i, I totally understand that yeah, I, I got to say, I think the, the only prediction from the last episode of how this was going to end, and it was probably the most obvious, is that they're going to prove that family does stick together. Because yeah. we've been seeing their journey of their family just being broken apart and, and sort of put back together in so many different layers throughout the entirety of, of the series. And number four, it seems to really have been ramped up with the divisiveness between Jonah and Wendy and now Charlotte's on Jonah's side and the father has come back. And it, it's it's interesting that it would come back to Ben. I think it's really silly that this P.I. was the one that kind of instigated like families in it together. I would have rather Jonah kill one of the cartels and saved Ruth. I don't know. Like that could have been. That would have been sick. I just think a lot more satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been more satisfying. But like, I don't know. And even if like, do we know? We don't know if he killed the P.I. Right. Like we just yeah, did. He just he closes the his eyes jar and get rid of that. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's a little more heat on the bird family that, that the bird family doesn't need. Is it, though? He's he had a chance to join yeah. the, 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 the Chicago police force and decided that he was going to go rogue again and go on his own and bring this family down. You kill that guy and, and put the body somewhere. Nobody's ever going to know where he went and why. He probably didn't tell anybody what he was working on. His yeah. cat this will know, Kevin. Vendetta. His cat will yeah. know, okay? <laughs> um, but but I think that as much as I think that, and, and we talked about the idea off air that we thought this finale was going to be divisive based off of what uh, Jason Bateman has said in interviews and what have you, right? And it, I definitely think it is because I think that final moment of, of, of Jonah kind of shooting the pi it 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 brought in full force yes the idea of family sticks together but also the idea that 
the birds have now gone the opposite direction. So it's almost like throughout this entire journey, we've seen Ruth on one side and the birds on the other. And they by the end of it, they've sort of switched sides. Even to the point where like, I didn't care if any of the birds <laughs> died. Honestly, by the end of this, I kind of would have been okay with, with Wendy going away and Ruth surviving, um, which is not something I could say for the very first season of this show, right? Where, where I, I definitely didn't feel the same way about Ruth. I, I'm I'm kind of confused by the sentiment of that they, they kind of switch places. Maybe maybe because I've always seen them running parallel. Mm-hmm. Like their 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 goals have kind of been the same to sort of maintain whatever essence of family that they can, right? Like the, the, that that part. But Ruth has lost a lot more along the way. Yeah. But I've always seen her as a, as someone who is striving not only for herself, but for her family to get them yep. out of the life that they're in. Whereas the birds are getting deeper and deeper into that world, right? And so oh, that's, okay. that's kind of what I meant that. by like they sort of almost like cross I in the middle you. and then come I out the other you. side. And and again, that just is proven deeper by the sense. fact that I think fans probably would have preferred Ruth to live more than some of the birds. I don't know. Well, and that's sure. what that's what sort of feels so hollow about how it all ends is that yeah. it's almost like. They let the birds just get away with it, and they killed Ruth because mm. that isn't what anybody wanted. So, ha, ha, ha. I mean, it, it's it's always amazing when a show does take somebody away from, you know, a you know, favorite character away when all you want is them to stick around. But yeah, it has to serve a purpose, and I'm just not sure what the point of the, yes. the, fi- the finality here and who lived and who died was other than to just be like, no happy endings for the viewers. And, and that's... That's cheap and, and not really fair, I don't think. I mean, I, I wouldn't have minded a happy ending for Ruth to just, like, because again, she was never wanting to do any of this. And she looked up to Marty as the father she never had. And that's why she got in as deep as she did, because yep. she trusted him and thought he was leading her in the right direction. And, mm-hmm. you know, he eventually, she sort of feels betrayed by him. And then. You know, right. it's it's just almost a shame. She has that chance. Rachel says, let's just leave. You have all the money. Let's just go. And she won't do it. And that, you know, ultimately leads to her downfall. And that parallels the exact same thing that she tried to do with Wyatt. Wyatt, let's just leave. Let's just get out of here. And then a day later, he's right. gone, right? Um, so you, you do see that in, in terms of repetition. But also just at the very beginning of this episode, Marty is so reliant on Ruth in this moment. You know, I, I've he's like, I have nothing. I have nowhere else to turn. I need you to do this this for me there's nothing else i can do and so just to see again that sort of like she's she's on top in that situation uh and then she she does that favor for them and then still ultimately ends up not getting away it just oh it just it sucked it's so sad i think what's great too is that ruth langmore's character has always kind of appeared to be as you've said kevin kind of part of the bird family to a certain degree you know they've they've come at odds with one another they've 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 gone against one another but like to the point of, you know, Marty having to turn to her and, and you know, getting her to go deal with uh, uh, Wendy's father. It shows that even at the end of it, she's not a horrible person. Like she has her hate and revenge and, and ups frustrations with the Bird family for what they've done. But she knows that family is everything. Right. And if she has a chance to help them save their family, why not? I think she sees what she could have had had things been different. But I, I see the sentiment now 
Nate, that, yeah, they've dug themselves deeper into this criminal world where all she wanted to do was just get out, but it kept pulling her back in and it was the only way for her to achieve this greatness. Like by the end of it, you know, I wanted to see her build her epic lake house with the pool. With a swimming pool, dude. In the worst spot. In the what worst do you need spot a swimming ever, pool but... for? We'd have the lake. <laughs> so good. I mean, speaking of that, like three's looking good now. Three gets yeah. the house, the pool, the lakeside property all to himself, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but that's that's there's a lot of loss that's happened. Yeah. In, oh in my that, goodness, of course. But I mean, wherever he's yeah. been off, you know, for the last two seasons, sort of, <laughs> yeah. just poking his head. He's he's I don't know. He's got a job somewhere. He's making friends. Maybe he's got a girlfriend that we just haven't met because we really don't get to see much of his life over those last two seasons. So maybe he's got somebody to fall back on. In this, you know, as he's lost everyone important to him, he does have somebody else or other people that he can sort of now rely on and have epic pool, lakeside pool parties with. Who knows? Right. He can go up to, like, girls and be like, hey, you know, you want to know why they call me three? Right? As a pickup? I don't know. I have no idea why. I don't know uh, if that's I a would good be like, start. no. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's got three of them. Maybe. Anyways. Oh, um, <laughs> no, but you know what? I think um, overall... It's it's for finales. It's especially series finales. It's it's nigh impossible to make a series finale that like absolutely is going to make everyone happy. No, I, I agree. for me this this it you know it cleaned up some moments. It it wasn't the ending that I wanted for some of these characters. But I think as far as hammering home the overall moral and and messaging of the story of Ozark and of the Birds family, like I think. It did that, and I, I you know, got to give it props there. Well, okay. I mean, that's that's a perfect time, I think, to to sort of get into our final thoughts and our final scores. So, with that being said, Nate, uh, you know, what would you rank? I guess the whole fina- not just the final episode, but this whole final stretch. You can even include the first half of of season four if you want, but really focus on the second half here, leading into this finale. What would you rank this? Out of five money laundering businesses, ooh, um, you know, I think I think the first half was a five out of five for me. I think I said in our our recap for the first half uh, that it was my favorite of Ozark uh, so far, uh, and I'm I'm sticking to that. I do think that for all the reasons we discussed, this second half kind of did dip uh, quite a few times. Some strange decisions made near the very end here. Um, did bring me did bring me out of it a little bit, but th- like this is still this is still one of the best shows I've ever seen. Up there with Lost, up there with Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, and Watchmen for me. So I I think <clears throat> overall um, with with this specifically with this part two, um, I would go with four out of five. Uh, money what was it money laundering schemes. Sure, money laundering schemes, money laundering businesses, <laughs> money laundering strip clubs that I get to swing around on a pole on, Kevin. Uh, there we I go. Would, <laughs> I'll go with I'll go with four out of five, and I'll ask everyone why they call me three. Okay. <laughs> Getting lots of tips, bud. Getting lots of tips. Uh, how about yourself, Jess? I said this on our our spoiler free. The lead up is always more interesting than the finale. 
Um, in the case of part one and part two, I think part one did a better job of getting me hooked. I think part two fell off, which makes me wonder if it really needed to be its own part two series. It could have all just come out as one. Um, that being said, the cast really does deliver, though, yeah. in this. And I think some of the best work from 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 Jason Bateman, from Laura Linney, like she really just oh my really uh, became a whole other person. Um, and she's she's power hungry, man. She's power hungry, and she owned that from from part one to part two. And to see her progression into that was great. And also to see Ruth's tragic story of just how she's trying, as you said, Nate, so well, like trying to get herself out, and you know her just being pulled back in because that's all she really knows, and losing so much while the birds gain. I, I love that juxtaposition that the series has se- seemed to have done. Mm-hmm. But again, a, a lot of that, while it does kind of tie it up at the end here, it misses the mark in my opinion. And I, I, you're right, Nate. Like, there's no series that can do it right. That's fans are going to be like, oh, that's perfect. Maybe Breaking Bad. I think Breaking Bad is probably mm-hmm. one that the did it right. The closest one. All the fans saw what they wanted to see kind of accomplished and knew what was about to happen. I I, I don't know. As a fan, I didn't want to see this ending for Ruth. I think one of you were saying that the birds could have passed. I would have rather seen something like that. I would have liked to have seen them play out maybe, you know, the cartel bit a little bit more, like um, Marty being being running the cartel. But I don't know. It misses the mark for me. So I'm going to give it four out of five money laundering businesses just for this part two. Four out of five money laundering business yeah i i think you know marty and and wendy <clears throat> it would have been better if they didn't end up getting <laughs> what they wanted in the end and i know it's a sad thing for them they were obviously close to ruth right they 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 even in that moment near the end when wendy's like will this be too much of a like will this be too much for us to handle um and 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 so you do see that in them that they do genuinely care for ruth at the end but it, it's just one of those things where I, I kind of think it would have been so much better, right, if it was Marty and, and Wendy are gone, all the parents are gone, basically. Like, just the kids take over and have to deal with what they what their parents have left behind for them, in if for, for good or for bad, I think would have been a, a, a better way to end it off, and I think would have followed the theming that they were kind of hinting at throughout the last few parts of this, uh, this show. Yeah. You know? What yeah. you leave for your kids. Yeah. yeah. Before yeah, they sort of pulled sort of... the rug out from under us and, and gave us the finale that they did. And I mean, yeah. you're so right, Nate, that you, you, nobody can expect a, a perfect resolution to everything in a show. And no fan should ever expect that. You know, writers have plans in mind and, and things are going to fall out the way they envision it, not the way we want it to. Uh, you know, never has that been more clear than than a show you mentioned earlier with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and I think, but I think... It wasn't necessarily, just like here, it wasn't necessarily what happened that was the issue. It was kind of how it got there and why that was the result that really bugged mm-hmm. me. It just, so yeah. much just felt sort of empty and meaningless by the end of it. And so I would have been fine if Ruth had died, but it meant something. And it just didn't feel like it meant, meant as anything, much as yeah. it could have here. And and mm-hmm. and as a result, I, I f- almost find all of season four is impacted for me because of that. Justin, you mentioned a moment that happened at the very end of season three, and that was probably, for me, the most tension-filled moment in the entire show. And that was was just as Helen got popped, and you thought the birds were in for some trouble, and instead, you know, Omar goes in that direction. And that was was a jaw-dropping, like, wow, kind of moment for me. And Mm -hmm. then all of that tension was lacking from this final season because they started off with that 
car accident for no point. There was zero tension until I saw them in that final episode buckle up in the car together. I was waiting for that for for 14 episodes. And, you know, and and so by the time it happened, I don't know, it just it lost all of its impact. And I think really for me, the whole season suffered because there wasn't that are they going to make it tension until right to the very end. And then even then, it was never the birds that were in trouble. You you sort of got the feeling about halfway through that episode that it was Ruth that was probably going to take the fall and go down swinging. And, and so that was almost just upsetting. And, and, and again, the bird story f- finishing off with the P.I. instead of something of higher stakes, it was just all a bit flat and, and almost uninteresting for me. And so as a result, and, and, and I mean, you guys covered it. The acting stayed the same. The writing was great. It's just what happened was just so meh for me. So as a result, I'm... I'm cranking my score right down to, for all of season four, a, a 3.4 out of five money, money laundering businesses, which is way lower than the score I would give the overall show as a whole. Uh, so it's just unfortunate that, yeah, I think they stretched it out too far and didn't have enough or the right story to tell over all of those episodes. Well, well, there you have it. I mean, I guess what what what... The real legacy of this show will be, you know, is, is yet to be determined. I think it's the lead up. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah, I, I certainly think that the lead up is far better than the, the end result. Uh, but I think we'll really be able to reflect on this show a year or two down the road and see just how much it resonates with us down the road. You mentioned a show like Breaking Bad, and I think that's a show that's going to stick with viewers forever. That was <coughs> such a powerful show leading up to such a powerful finale that it still resonates to this day. Uh, whereas something like Game of Thrones, where it was so disappointing, nobody even mentions that show anymore. It was the biggest thing in the world for a couple of years, and now nobody even talks about it anymore. Even it's with a, back, a new show come coming, back. but and nobody's even talking about that as much the as dragons. I think they would have had <laughs> yeah. had season eight landed with fans a bit better. So I'm I'm very interested to see a what you know viewers think uh, about this season, and then you know what its lasting legacy will be as. Uh, like you said, Nate, one of the one of the best shows on television over the last, let's say, five to ten years. It really yep. is. Uh, it really was a solid, solid piece of entertainment. Uh, so only time will tell. But that is it. We are officially done with Ozark once and for all, uh, and we can't wait to hear what you think. So please reach out. Were you okay with Ruth dying? Did you know it was going to happen? Do you wish it was the birds instead of Ruth like we do? Please, please, please let us know. You can do that at wearegeekcentric at gmail.com. Or if that's a little unsatisfying for you, much like a particular season (laughs) four, part two season finale, you can also hit us up on Instagram at wearegeekcentric and on Twitter at geekcentricyt. We can't wait to hear from all of you. Our busy year on the podcast continues as we have just a ton of awesome content for your listening pleasure. We are just about to wrap up our watch club for the Disney Plus show, Moon Knight. Uh, What a great ride that's been. Please tune in to find out what we thought about the final episode, the show in general, and where we think the character is going. But have no fear. When one watch club wraps up, another is always near. And in fact, we have two upcoming watch clubs for Disney Plus shows. Obi-Wan Kenobi is here at the end of the month. Oh, are we excited for that? And then shortly after that, we'll have our coverage of Disney Plus's Miss Marvel. So two really exciting watch clubs to uh, keep your eyes open for. 
Uh, but in the meantime, speaking of Marvel, we've had just an awesome time getting ready for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness to hit theaters. We got our chance to uh, hit a sneak peek of the film itself, as well as sit down for a really quick but really fun interview with writer Michael Waldron and director Sam Raimi. Uh, they talked just a little bit about uh, the movie and what they like to do to relax, so be sure to check both of those out. They're all spoiler-free, so check them out before you see the movie. Get out to theaters over the weekend, see Doctor Strange, and then come back for our spoiler-filled review where we'll dissect all of the, the little Easter eggs and everything we think's going on both in the movie and moving forward in the MCU. And then, as always, we have our This Week in Geek program where we cover the latest in news, trailers, and everything geek-centric. Uh, but until then, thank you so much for joining us, and as we say... If you want to stop me... You're going to have to love you. <laughs> Get home safe, guys. <laughs> Peace.